Attention audience, guess what? It's that time again. Good old Friday Films is back. <laughs> In review, we've got Bond. And I don't really need to say it, but I'm going to anyway. This is Jordan and Eric from Hoodoo. Hello. And we're back again in our Bond and Review series because we're loving it. We're having so much fun. <laughs> and we want you guys to have fun with us. Right, Eric? Oh, man. Always, dude. Always. Dude, and we are getting into Bond. It is. We're, we are. We are like full Bond at this with with this movie, man. There's so it's many. It's true. Like it's, it's so many true. Bond firsts. It's ridiculous. Like we did the, the the Bond prequel essentially. Like, hey, we just wanted to introduce you to a new character. Now we have Bond in this movie. Yeah. We've got Bond. He is he is full Bond. Which the movie, by the way, for those say, keeping you score at home, yeah. is. <laughs> Goldfinger. I will say that I heard that song in my head for the last two days. I've been singing it nonstop yes, since yes. I watched this movie. It keeps going back from like the Bond theme song to like the Chuck TV series uh, wannabe Bond theme song to Goldfinger. Like it just keeps going in rotation. Well, wherever it's, we it's wh- wherever we end up ranking Goldfinger at the end of this episode, I'm pretty sure, at least on my personal li- list, the Goldfinger theme song is my current number one for opening theme songs. I'll, I'll give you that. I, I can do that. Yeah. <laughs> I really... Yeah, I'm, I'm good with that one. It's the only one that's that stuck in my head, so... Are we we raining team songs now too? I guess so. Add it to the list. We've got what the overall movies. We've got the overall movies. The villains. We've got the intro sequences. Well, no, I guess the theme song would count as part of the intro sequence. So we'll we'll let that go. We'll we'll combine them. We'll just intro theme together, and then you know the the villains, uh, the movies, and then eventually the bonds. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Well, well, as per usual, we are we we bleh, can't speak today. We it's okay. I can't speak every day. Goldfinger released Gold Goldfinger. January 9th, nineteen sixty five, um, in the U.S. So we have literally gotten a bond every single year so far, sixty three, yeah, sixty four, yeah. sixty five, um, and also. The budget has gone up by a million dollars every time. <laughs> this was a budget of which three is, million dollars versus from Russia with Love, two million, Doctor No, one million, or one point two, somewhere around there. Um, and boy howdy, you can definitely see where the budget went. The that, that extra million million dollars went in this movie, man. We are full blown bond, full blown gadgets, you know. We we mm-hmm. up the we up the Bentley from the first two movies to the classic Aston Martin. So Bond finally has his. I was so his, happy when I saw that. Too. Oh man, he finally so has his uh, his namesake car, um, which I forgot. I completely forgot that uh, Goldfinger was the first appearance of the Aston Martin. I was very very I, pleased I did, to see that. <laughs> I was so happy very when they, they like, oh no, no we we replaced your car. I'm like, what 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 what? <gasps> the Aston Martin. <laughs> I was so happy. I was so happy. I love the S Martins. I like they. I thought those were probably the best Bond cars in all the Bond movies. To to be honest, I mean, like I liked when they threw the BMWs in there for a while, but it's the Aston Martins to me the classic that's, Bond car. That's Bond, man. Like like Aston Martin is 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 like I'm not a car guy, you know this, but that's like mm-hmm. one car, and and it, it it not just like. 
the 1960 Aston Mar- 1960s Aston Martin, but any Aston Martin is kind of like a miniature dream car for me. Keep your Lamborghini, keep your Ferrari, you know, keep your Bugatti, whatever you want. Just give me an Aston Martin. Like that would be, mm-hmm. my, that's my, that's like my bedroom wall poster car is an Aston Martin. So, and it doesn't matter which one, man, the DB5 from this movie, the DB9 from the more recent movies, the Vanquish from the 2002 Die Another Ooh, Day, you know, any of them I'll take, I'll take it. Just God, mm-hmm, I love an mm-hmm. Aston no, I, yeah, I've, I've been a fan of the Aston Martins over the years. Uh, and I always thought to myself, like, sports cars, like, if I ever had, like, tons of money, like, Ferrari, Lamborghini, like, yeah, I'd probably go with Aston Martin. Because it's, <laughs> it's just enough, you know? It's like, I don't need anything more than that, and I, I'd be fine with less, but I don't need a Lamborghini. I don't need a Ferrari. You know, I'd be okay with an Aston Martin. Yep, yep. I, then again, I like I said, the Aston Martin, the Bonds, that's just the way I do it, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, uh... I was I was so happy to see this one pop up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of a lot of changes in this one, man. This is also the first Bond movie. Um, we've got a different director. We've got Guy Hamilton doing this one. Um, still Sean Connery, right. of course. So we haven't we haven't changed Bonds mm-hmm. yet. Um, in the intro sequence, the you know the, the the barrel sequence, we're still using the the same barrel sequence from the first two movies, which is uh, using uh, the um, Sean Connery stuntman. Like, so next uh yeah. the, the the next one will be the first one that Sean Connery did on his own. So we'll get to we'll get to that one next week. Well, I guess with that we should probably jump into it then, huh? Jump right into it, man. So we are in some South American, Central American, some Latin American country. Yeah, I don't I don't think they actually say. You just kind of just kind of hop bird into it across the water. Yeah. Absolutely. Just a little bird floating by. <laughs> And I'll, I'm sort of like, all right, why is there a bird in the water? I'm like, oh, whatever. And then, who is it? Bond comes out of the water. Bond that in water. Like, you know, he, he loves the water. That was the, that's like, the, that freaking bird on his head is is gadget number one of this movie. It was, and, yeah. That was the first thing I said. I was like, gadgets, bird, and grappling hook. And there are <laughs> like, so many the bird gadgets is the gadget. in this movie. It's ridiculous. It is so mm-hmm. ridiculous. But anyway, yeah, Bond comes you know, scuba diving up, got a bird on his head for disguise, I guess, even though there was nobody there. Cool, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll let it slide because it's, it's Bond. Bond. That we let all things slide because it's Bond. Those are the rules of the show. <laughs> it's true. It's very true. It's very true. And then he, had, uh, he gets out and he has his grappling hook to get up over the wall, which I was like, all right, that's, that's another gadget. So mm-hmm. gadget number two. <laughs> um, I was like, I don't even remember what he's doing here. What is he's like taking down? Like, is it he's like a blow drug lord up. or like, something? Like, I don't know. I think he was trying to blow something up. Um, I don't know if it was like a facility or like a. I think it's like a drug lord's facility or something. Because I remember seeing some sort of like, I don't know, heroin or cocaine or something like in the background, like some sort of drug reference paraphernalia. Mm. In the background, so I think that's I think that's what he's there to do. And he takes that C four out of like that waterproof tube, and like squirts it yeah. out like a tube of toothpaste. Yeah, you yeah. Know? I was, was like, was that kind of a gadget? Because that could be gadget three. I'm not entirely sure on that one. <laughs> I kind of feel like it could be. Mm-hmm. But what I, what I love though is he uses the duck to kind of sneak in unnoticed. Shoots his grappling hook up onto the wall, and like the enemy sees the grappling hook. But it's still covered up, you know, like it's still 
sneaking in. And then Bond just like jumps on top of him. Bond just tack just tackles this poor bastard, man. Mm-hmm. Poor man never so. stood a chance. But anyway, Bond lays the uh, Bond lays the C four, uh, escapes to a nearby bar. You know, takes off the wetsuit stuff, and he's in the first time we see this through the traditional white tux. Yes, the white Bond tux. Always black before this. Now we're rocking the white tux, which, yep, if yep. I remember correctly, gets a lot bigger in the later movies. You know, he's you yes. see him more often in a, in a white tux, especially in the ones that were in the seventies. Um, they love, they love them white tuxes in seven, in the, in the seventies. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he goes well, to this think... bar, um, checks his watch, lights a cigarette. The time goes to whatever, two something. Like he lights a cigarette right as the bomb's going off. Right as the bomb goes off. Kaboom. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone's freaking out. The bar clears out. People running left and right. One man sitting at the bar, Bond walks up to him and they have a little, they have a little back and forth about, you know, hey, you know, basically, blah, blah, blah. Thanks for doing this. You can't get out your normal ways. There's going to be a play, you know, a flight for you ready at you know, this time, whatever. Yep. And, you know, if you go back to your, I think he says something even about going back to your hotel. Because he's like, I got to tie some loose, or I got to finish something. Or unfinished business, I think is what he said. But the guy mm-hmm. was like, well, you know it's going to be a trap anywhere you go. And Bond's yep. like, yeah, okay. And then Bond follows this exotic dancer from the bar back to his hotel room. Um, and we start this movie with, with, you know, the implied hanky panky, if you will, mm-hmm. um, opens the door, you know, in the tub, she's in, you know, she's in the tub. He comes in, takes his jacket off, takes his holster off, puts it on the wall, kisses the woman. And then while, while they're making out, there's a creepy man in the corner. Yep. C- creepy man in the corner mm-hmm. of his hotel room, you know, and bond bond, you know, Pulls away, sees the reflection of the man in you know in the woman's eyes, and then like a boss, caught me way off guard. I do not remember this, but then again, I was a kid, so I wouldn't have seen it this way. <laughs> Completely whips the woman around and uses her as a human shield yeah. when the man when the shoots. guy like swings a club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Completely nice. Her, I'm like, wow, that just happened. Oh my god! Or yeah, when he when he clubs. Compl- yep. And I'm like, oh my god, she's knocked down. She's down on the floor. There's a little sh- a struggle ensues. Bond throws the hitchman into the bathtub. The bad guy grabs Bond's gun yep. from his holster that was hanging nearby. And, and what Bond, does Bond like, do? Throws he the lamp across. Chucks, into the tub. chucks a yep. Chucks a lamp across the room into the tub, electrocuting the man. And what is he? What? what, what this is where we get the first class, the clerk, first Bond line of the movie. What was it? He says. Yeah, it was uh, something like. Uh, well, that's shocking. Or yeah, yeah, <laughs> something like that. I was like, yes, yes, the classic Bond, love it. We're in it, man. Classic Bond, classic Bond. Um, then I think he um, says something to the like the woman starts to wake up or something, and he makes some comment to her. I forget what it was, but dude, he gives like like th- there's a there's that moment like I can't remember what he says to each other, but he looks at her with just the most epic like look of both betrayal and eat shit and die look on his face you know like I mean, he, he just knew, looked, he knew what to expect too he just so. looks at her and you're like like why would you do such a thing to me you know and then leaves yeah. <laughs> uh, but, i mean um, you knew what you're getting yourself into bond i mean come I on know, you right? knew that before you got there uh and it, then this pretty much kicks off the intro which yep yep is um in my mind i still like how they're doing it i mean obviously it's the classic goldfinger song that we've been humming in our heads for the last goldfinger yes 
Uh, uh, I don't even remember the rest of the lyrics. It's all I hear is the. He's gold got the part. Midas touch, or something like that. <laughs> yeah. So, but what I like about this intro, and they did this. We talked about this in, uh, I think, the last. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the last one. They're still yeah, doing that, like pro- projector imaging onto um, skin tone. And oh, yeah. This time it's all gold to represent the movie, but I still like how creative they were doing that with that intro. It's a very basic, very simple, very easy, mm-hmm. but cool effect for that intro. And this time we also had projected scenes from the movie onto onto yeah, the, yeah that's, uh, what, the, like, the that's what they well. used. Yeah, which I thought was kind of neat. It wasn't just like words and all, but they actually did some of the imaging. Uh, but it was all through projector onto the skin, and they had the gold like. Uh, if I remember correctly, it was a gold paint on the person versus yeah, yeah, yeah. gold projection. Yeah, they were um, painted. Yeah, that's um, yeah. We're seeing the evolution of the intro sequences, so to speak. Yeah, um, yeah. which is pretty neat. So which again then, is a, is a classic. Yep, Bond yep. Uh, tale. So then we cut to uh, we go cut to, to cut to Miami, where mm-hmm. Bond is on vacation, and he oh, yeah. meet, meets Chilling up with. Pool. Old, old girly glasses and agent girly glasses himself, Felix Leiter. <laughs> yes. Agent girly glasses. I forgot about him. Uh, good old agent different, girly glasses. Different actor playing Felix this time around. Yeah. But yeah, he will forever be agent girly glasses to me. Um, That's true. That's true. God love him. God um, love him. Uh, but Felix basically informs Bond of his, of, of his, of his mission uh, his new mission that he got from him and is to absorb, uh, absorb, observe Auric Goldfinger, mm-hmm. a man suspected, suspected of smuggling, you know, gold across lines and theft and blah, 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 blah. You, you name it. Traditional bad guy tropes. Yeah. yeah that old yeah. that old bag. Um, shout out here for a moment on this scene. When Bond gets up from like his little massage by the poolside, he puts on this like. This like mankini bathrobe half jumpsuit thing, <laughs> yeah. which am I am I alone? I want one of those. It was like a bath towel that was like a jumpsuit, but cut off at short short level. It you was know? pretty neat. It was pretty. I neat. want one so bad. Like I like <laughs> so many things from fashion come back. Why will that jumpsuit bathrobe thing not come back? Like Give I'm another you know like what? five I'm ten pre- years. We'll get with it. You know what? I'm bringing it back. I'm gonna bring it back. I'll be the I'll be the first guy in 29 to rock 19 to rock the bath suit, <laughs> the bathrobe jumpsuit thing. The bathrobe I dig it. jumpsuit. Is that what you're calling know. it? Bathrobe jumpsuit. The bathrobe. Or the bathrobe. <laughs> the bathrobe jump shorts is what I'm gonna call it because it's half jumpsuit, bathrobe half shorts, all bathrobe. Shorts. You know, looks cozy as hell. Not gonna lie, looks super cozy. <laughs> it's the kind of thing like. You could spend the afternoon, you know, a su- rainy Sunday afternoon just hanging out in, you know, just hanging yeah, out yeah. in your bathrobe, jump shorts all day. And guess what? If things happen, you're like halfway ready for sexy time already. So the man knows what he's doing. <laughs> he's prepared. He's prepared. He, he's, his, he is. He is. His he wardrobe is strategic. <laughs> um, so that all being said, now that you're done with your jump robe, um, I know. <laughs> I'm just going to call it a jump robe because that sounds better. <laughs> um, this is where Bond, you know, knows who his target is because Felix kind of pointed him out, and he's like, "Hey, that's Goldfinger over there. That's who you're observing." Blah blah blah. And Bond kind of keeps an eye on him as he sits down and plays cards with this guy. 
and he's doing really good. I mean, he always and he you know you even know something's up because Goldfinger's like, hey, that's my seat. I want to sit there. Yeah, it's a and reference it that the he always guy. wins. Yeah, and it makes him you know uh, move around and switch seats and all that. And then so Bond kind of keeps an ear out as he's walking by, kind of investigating. And then he goes over to the hotel, and you see him go upstairs. Like he's walking through the hotel, and I love how he was just like walking down the halls. And he's like, um, "Miss," like to the the maid that was walking yeah. by, and she comes over, and he just like grabs her key card and just like just straight up takes his poor housekeeper's key. And he was like, "Um, that's Mr. Goldfinger's room," and he's like, "I know." Yeah, he's like, "Yeah, thanks." Yeah. You know, and I was uh, like, if I was that housekeeper, you're walking away, and I'm like, do you, is it like, do do you think he's just an asshole, or are you kind of like mildly aroused by it, like you know? Yeah, I mean, like um, don't know you what know, to do here. Yeah, it's like, like, should you tell somebody that there's a stranger in this room, or you should wait outside and hope that he invites you in? Like that's yeah. the kind of level of of <laughs> of relationship that was being established there. You know, like eh, I don't know, this could go two different ways. Let's see what happens. Yeah, but um. But anyway, Bond heads into the room instead, instead of, you know, waiting to see what happens with the maid. But um, as he's investigating the room, he hears a voice come from out on the balcony and he wanders out and he sees babe number two, three. I don't know. I've lost count already. Um, uh, this, is babe, this is babe number one. Official like movie babe number one. This is Bond girl number one. Okay. Yeah. Because we're not including the, you yeah, know, the one. The, no, that was the prequel other stuff. Two. Okay, yeah, that no, has nothing right. to okay. do. Okay, so Bond won, or uh, yeah, Lady won. So anyway, she's sitting here with binoculars spying on his opponent, on Goldfinger's opponent, telling him the cards he has and this and that, and that's how Goldfinger's winning. And you know, sitting there with a microphone, just you know, radioing it into him, and you realize Goldfinger's got this little earpiece, and he's just listening yep. to it all. And I mean, and no one else notices this at all that he's got this giant box <laughs> that he's playing with and us in a headphone in his ears because you know, well, M- MP3s were big back then. You know, they had <laughs> well, music designed, all the time. They do set it up because it was designed to look like a, um, a a hearing aid because there was a moment well, that's what I figured, when he, still. yeah when he was talking to the guy where the guy said something and he goes what and then cuts it up and goes, did you say this? You know, so he was playing it off as a hearing aid, which was yeah, you know, it's kind of cool. It was clever, definitely clever. Yeah, yeah. Um, and this is when you see Bond kind of jump in and kind of start to instigate a little bit, which Bond loves doing. Bond always loves instigating, and he goes over and just kind of like clicks the radio off. Doesn't even say hi or anything. Just like click, and then starts talking to. I think her name was Jill. He doesn't just talk to her. He mounts her like a lion. And talks to her. <laughs> That's true. Does. Like the there's no, there. there's no foreplay here. He is on top of this girl <laughs> while talking to her, uh, mm-hmm. in, interrogating her about her boss and being seductive at the same time. But the, it's literally and, like, goes looking from through the binoculars. Yeah, literally, it goes from oh, there's a man next to me to there's a man on top of me, <laughs> <laughs> and he's talking to me about. My boss, you know, it was it was almost unsettling for a moment. I was like, "Whoa, Bond, hold on, hold on." Yeah, yeah, a little hold too on. aggressive there. A little too aggressive. I had to remember um, this was 1964, though, so or 1965. Well, yeah. So I had to, I had to, I had to think for a minute. <laughs> um, yeah, so if you put yourself in that time time zone, I mean, I guess it makes sense. But uh, what you find out about Jill is that you know she's not Goldfinger's on her half or anything. She's 
essentially, like you said, an employee, you know, he pays her to do the spying to help him win because he doesn't like losing. And, you know, he also pays her to make appearances to make it appear like arm, she's his other half. arm candy. Yeah. 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 Uh, so Bond's like, oh, that's that's all he pays you for. <laughs> like, like Bond's <laughs> interested now. He's like, oh, so pretty much you're free. You're you are available. Um, yeah. But this is also around the time where Bond kicks on the radio and takes over and starts messing with Goldfinger. And it's like, hey, oh, yeah. you're going to lose or yeah. I'm going to report you essentially. Straight and up introduces him. himself too, you yeah. know, which is the classic baller Bond move. You know, he's always he'll tell mm-hmm. anybody his name; it doesn't matter. You know, what, oh yeah, it's like I'm it's, I'm Bond. What you gonna do? I mean, and, and that's kind of like the best thing about Bond, in my opinion, is that Bond was that secret spy who was never really a secret. I mean, like yeah. everyone knew who he was, and if not, he's like, hey, I'm Bond. Yeah, everyone I'm a spy. I'm here is. to stop you, just so you know. Yeah. See me coming? That's me. But he basically what? he basically instigates with 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 Goldfinger. Hey, you know we're watching yeah. you. Blah blah blah. This that and the other thing, um, and then just goes back to seducing uh, whatever her name is. I can't remember. Jill. Jill. Pretty goes sure back it was to Jill anyway. Something like that. Yeah. Goes back to seducing her. They go back to their hotel room. Um, is it? Do they go back to their? Yeah, they go back to their hotel room. Mm-hmm. Sexy t- yeah. sexy time ensues. You yeah, because I think at, during this time, um, originally Bond was supposed to have dinner with Felix. Yeah, to go he, over he, more details. Yeah, he delayed and it for the next changes morning. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. For the uh, for sexy time with Jill, they have sexy mm-hmm. time. They go to sleep, wake up. Bond goes to refill his drink or something. All you see is a shadow of a yep. man with a hat with like a little top hat looking thing. Yeah, Bond gets hat. Bond gets clocked. He gets knocked out. Comes to Jill's laying in bed and she's covered in gold. gold. She's just painted head to toe in gold and, and she's, she's dead. dead. Dun, dun, uh, dun. Hmm. <laughs> now, one of the things I thought was kind of neat is uh, Bond in the next scene after this talks about, I guess, supposedly how she died, mm-hmm. which doesn't quite make sense to me, but I get it. It's a uh, it's a real thing. Well, it's yeah, the, thing. The, the whole pain thing is, but I would have thought that. And granted, I don't know how that whole works, but um, I guess paint when people are painting, they have to leave like a small portion on their back or something open yeah. so that their skin can breathe. Yeah. But I feel like if she was conscious during all of this, she would have you know done something and whatever oh, time no. frame you it mean, would take for her not- to die. I mean. If they knocked her out, if they knocked Bond out, they knocked her out and painted her gold just as a message. That actress actually almost—I think so—I have to remember once we get to trivia time. But I think that actress like had some real trouble with that because that's a real thing. Like when you're painted head to toe, like you, Uh your skin can't breathe, so you can literally suffocate in your own skin. Um, So she had some. If I remember correctly, she had some some pretty heavy issues with that with with filming that scene um just because he was she was in it for so long to get the shot um on a day it kind of took a toll on her uh, but anyway oh, we'll wow. get to that later in trivia time yeah i didn't know about that um, um but we're so we're back go back ahead in london yeah back, back in london and this conversation's in uh between bond and m because you know bond's now debriefing so to speak uh-huh um and that's when they start talking about everything and this is kind of where you start seeing 
a different side of Bond because Bond's kind of like almost feels like he took this all personal. And this is kind of where M's like, well, you know, we can keep, you know, you can stay on the mission if you don't make it personal or I can find another double O to take your place. Rep specifically references double O eight. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So I, I, I liked how you saw that because it went from the fun bond to the like, not so fun bond, like bond wants revenge now, but mm. he's trying to keep a clear head with everything. Yeah. Um, then if I remember correctly, this leads into dinner. Yeah, they have they have dinner. It's M Bond and I think the <clears throat> or like the Russian prime minister or representative from whatever British thing. Because um, this is where he starts talking about Goldfinger's more of his background about how he's you know collected gold from all different places and how he loves gold and yep, does different things with it. He like he imports and exports it and smuggles yep. it around the world and, 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 and they really can't do it. anything about it because he's a legitimate jeweler thereby he's he's permitted to trade across yep. countries in, in 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 gold and jewels and that kind of thing so it's everything he's doing is technically legal but the gold he's acquiring is legal illegal they melt it down in smelteries which he's also allowed to own because he's a jeweler mm-hmm. um and then re reprocess it into you know a new bar so there's no markings or anything on it Yep. yep. So but they basically task Bond with um, uh, proving Goldfinger's mo- is smuggling gold illegally. Um, <clears throat> and Bond suggests that they, they have something to offer him to kind of entice him, kind of like trap him, basically. Yeah. So the British government allows Bond to have a, 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 uh, a Nazi recovered gold bar, you know, got the marketing. That's very enticing because mm-hmm. that's something that's that's rare. You know, yeah, they don't make they don't they, they don't make Nazi stuff anymore. <laughs> and I think he even says something like, um, "Just make sure we get it back." Yeah, exactly. It's a, it's a <laughs> nine. Like, it's um, worth okay. it's worth nine thousand pounds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now, before we head off to the mission, we make a brief stop. Yes. At Q yes. Branch. Yes. First time Love we Q actually Branch. see Q Branch in action. Same actor. Um, uh, 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 I can't remember his first name. Drawn a blank. Llewellyn uh, is his last name, though. Uh, who plays Q in seventeen of the movies? We see him walking Bond through Q Branch. They're testing out like bulletproof vests and all sorts of stuff in the mm-hmm. background. That the the shot that we'll see for movies and movies to come. First time we've seen this. Uh, stops yes, at yes. his his Aston Martin DB5. Going over the specs, tracking. Yeah, screen. He's got a new car, and he's like, "Oh, you can't have the Bentley anymore." He's like, we "Exactly, got you know, we got the tracking screen. We've got a big bug for tracking cars, a small bug that you can put on somebody or put in your shoe to track yourself. We've got weapon systems. We've got machines, guns. We've got oil slicks, smoke screens, yes, passenger yes. ejector seat, and tire slashers." Along with bulletproof, the whole thing is equipped in bulletproof glass and flippable license plates. All this can be yours for 19 easy payments of $3,999. But we're giving it to you free for this mission as long as you bring it back in one piece. Which never happens. You would think you would learn after this. Yep, that classic line, please bring it back in one piece. Um, Which never happens. Yep. So now Bond... once. No, never, never, never. So now Bond, you know, finagles his way into the country club that Oric Goldfinger's at right now, um, gets himself into a golf game with Bond, and who is caddying? Mm-hmm. Good old Aja. Only arguably, and we'll find out, arguably the best henchman in the Bond series, or at least the most famous henchman in the Bond series. Yes, yes. Is Aja. 
So they're on, they're on the golf course, and I think this is where Bond's kind of like trying to feel Goldfinger out, essentially, because as they're chit-chatting or whatever, Bond just kind of like throws the gold brick on the ground. Yeah, we're like, basically... Right, like, right as a... he's putting, like trying to get the putt into the hole. It's the best As part. all golf courses go, this is a business meeting. It is. It is. It yeah. really is. Yeah. And then Bond now, realizes that much like cards, Goldfinger cheats at golf. And he's yes. gonna he's gonna make it interesting. He's, he, uh, yep. ain't no, ain't nobody cheating on Bond's watch now. Ain't nobody yeah, cheating it, on Bond's. And watch. I, I love how he knows. And like, um, I forget who Bond's caddy was, but he was in on name. the whole thing too, which was the best oh, part. Yeah. Oh yeah, because he like when uh, Goldfinger got his ball into like the off the green into the grass area, and they couldn't mm-hmm. find it. Oddjob just kind of like drops it down, like oh hey, and. The caddy even said, which was like the best part, the caddy's like, you know, him finding that ball is like one in a million. Like, I forget the actual phrase he uses to reference himself and says something about him cheating. And Bond's like, oh, yeah, he is. And he's like, oh, how do you know? He's like, because I'm standing on his ball. Bond was standing on the golf ball hiding it. Because I found it. (laughs) Uh, But anyway, we go through, we go through, we get all the way down, all the way to the 18th hole. Um, yes, I don't, and I think Bond point, switches the ball out uh, yeah. towards the end. Yep, towards the um, end, Bond switches switches the ball out, and then the discovery is made at the end that, well, you would have won, but it looks like this is um, this is a, what, Schlesinger Schlesinger number one. You used a number seven, right? He's like, well, I guess you yeah. must have they must have gotten played the, played the wrong ball a couple holes ago. <laughs> Yeah, so essentially the bet was off for Goldfinger to win the bar of gold from Bond. Yeah. And I guess Bond gets to keep it. And I think that's mm-hmm. like the last you see of it. Yep. And then we get to the point where it comes to discover that, you know, Goldfinger owns this own the owns this club. Bond's hanging out by his car while odd jobs packing it. Places mm-hmm. the tracker in the car. Um Goldfinger warns Bond to, you know, stay out of his business and to demonstrate his level of seriousness. Yes. He has yes. his boy odd job. Take off the hat, blade in hand, and just whip that sucker at a, at a, at a, at a uh, statue and decapitates the statue. Yes. The hat toss. And I love because Bond's like, oh, well, what will the, uh, I forget, it's something about the, 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 the place, like the, the club. It's like, oh, well, the, the owner or something. He's like, yeah. probably nothing because I, I own owner. the club. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, dude. Well, that backfired, Bond. And, and this is that moment with the hat throw that, that I realized Odd Job was the original Kung Lao from Mortal Kombat. Um. It's true. <laughs> now that you mentioned that, it's true. I couldn't see through the skies watching the movie, but it makes I know. sense now. It took a minute. Anyway, we've got a, then, now we've got, in classic Bond style, we've got a car chase. It's a subtle car chase. Bond's following back, you know, trying to make sure Goldfinger doesn't know where he's going, following yes. him on the radar. Using the cool tracking device. That's right, following him to car, Geneva. Yep. And he gets going, a, um, like a Mustang that comes up on him out of nowhere, too. Yep. yep. Go, comes up on a Mustang, honking their horn, beep, beep, beep. Finally, they, they, they whip around him after Bond kind of screws with her for a little bit. There's a there's a, mm-hmm. a, a lady at the driving seat. Um, and then they stop. They stop on like a hillside where Bond's buy or uh, Goldfinger's buying some, some, some fruit or something. Um, <clears throat> and then uh, there's a shot fired at Bond. Yep. You know, and it was her. Bond, yep, and it was the you know, the lady from the Mustang up top. Um, Bond gets back in the car. Goldfinger gets back in the car. You know, Gold or Bond still following Goldfinger. And then here comes that Mustang again. Honk, 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 honk. Yep, yep. yep. 
and the Mustang goes around Bond again. She starts kind of, yeah, tries to get like up next to him. And then this yep. is where Bond's like, all right, because Bond at this point thinks that, you know, she's still trying to come after him. And he uses gadget number one in the car because this is like gadget four already, I think, in the whole movie to do the little um, <clears throat> blades out of the wheels to pretty much cut into her tire, which is the best part because it gets into, I think, the front tire. Then straight across all the doors and body and everything, straight to the back tire. It couldn't just be like, pop the tire, pop the tire. No, you have to take the whole side oh, yeah. of the car at. Rem- reminds me of a Batman gadget. You know, yes, I think, I'm pretty sure I've seen that in a Batman movie. That's immediately what I thought. I'm like, <laughs> all right, he just Batman that car. But anyway, and, breaks him breaks him down, and 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 then it's, we've got this eloquence back and forth of. Uh, you know, Bond giving, offering to give her a ride and everything. And I think this is where we realize that Bond realizes that she doesn't know he was the same guy from the hill. Like there was yeah, no, yeah. Bond realizes she's not trying to kill him, you know? Well, um, I think he kind of plays off. He's still trying to figure out what her motives are because, you know, he, he references the case that she has, which she had the sniper rifle and all in. Yeah. Yeah. And she doesn't really say much. And <clears throat> there's some like awkward conversation because the initials on the case don't match her name, which I can't no. remember who what her name was. Um, but eventually he ends up giving a ride to the mechanic, so to speak, so she can get her car fixed and some more conversation. And then he pretty much leaves her there. Yeah. And that's, that's where we leave her. Mm-hmm. Bond continues his uh, his investigation and tracking of Goldfinger, goes to yep. uh, one of his industrial plants where they you know they strip the gold down and everything into its bare elements. Um, Bond's hiding, you know, like Forest Hills and everything. Sneaks sneaks in and and, and overhears Goldfinger's uh, plan, which was codenamed. What was it? What was it codenamed again? Operation Grand Slam. Grand Slam, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I had to think and about that one. I'm like, uh... Yeah, they're talking about that as they're breaking down Goldfinger's Rolls Royce, which, you know, the fenders and stuff are like solid 18-karat gold. They're breaking yep. that down into its, into its elements. Um, as he's leaving, uh, Bond sees, sees, you know, a glint of a rifle, essentially, somebody nearby. He wrestles the person, discovering it is the woman. It is Jill Masters. It is Jill Masterson's sister. I looked up her That's name. Right. You were correct. That's right. Um, yep. Tilly. That's Till, Jill was the woman from the beginning. This is Tilly, um, Jill's right. sister, who wants to kill Goldfinger in revenge. That's right. I, I, I forgot yep. about the part. I knew there was there was something in it, um, that like a connection between them all. Uh, so yes, yes, you're right. That. Yep. So this is when Bond realizes, okay, that she's not after him. She wants revenge. Yes, absolutely. Um, during the struggle, she sets off a tripwire. Goldfinger's bad guys come out of the woodwork. They immediately mm-hmm. know where this is going. Um, Bond is able to fight off several guards um, with his car weapon systems. We've got a chase going on. He's firing at cars. Yeah, He's car using chase. the oil slick. Yes. He's using the smoke screen. Epic gadget events are happening. Gadget. It's great. Finally, it breaks. Chases. Yeah, finally, you know, finally things, you know, things break down. Bond crashes his car last minute because of an oncoming vehicle. Um, Tilly is mur- straight up murked by Oddjob. Um, and Oddjob captures James Bond. Done. Yep. Done. Done. 
And this is where we get yeah. into yet another spy movie trope, which I, I honestly love and I forgot was in this movie. Um, Bond wakes up straight up strapped to a table with the freaking yes, laser yeah. pointing between his now, crotch. <laughs> now, one of the things you, you, you forgot during the car chase, there was actually two car chases in that during the, all that scene. Yeah, that's There's right. There's the four, right. first car chase, which ends up in the woods, and Bond and the girl get out, and that's when Oddjob, like, hat tosses the girl and, not, you know, takes her out. Then, I forget what they do with her. I think they, like, <clears> throw her <throat> in one of the cars or something, but um, one of the henchmen gets in Bond's car. Oh, that's they, right. They drive, drive back to yeah. the factory, and this is when Bond uses the ejector seat the to kick them out. Yeah. And then How goes off I? into another car chase and then ends up wrecking the car when they finally yep. catch him. I completely um, forgot about the ejector seat. But <laughs> I, I love I love this scene. And um, I really I, I'm glad that um, our favorite henchman from the other movies was not in this scene because that guy that got tossed out of that car, if you watch closely, great, I knew it was a, a dummy, but it was like all over the place after he came out of the car. And all the other henchmen were kind of like running up to him like, oh, are you OK? And he's just kind of uh-huh. like rolling across the ground. Uh, but I'm glad that this was not our favorite henchman from the, the previous movies. Uh, but yeah, uh-huh. there was that big car scene and crash. And then after Bond's knocked out, he then wakes up on the table yep. with the, the laser beam. And this is where we had the classic bad guy monologue, you know, that you that you hear about. Goldfinger's mm-hmm. talking to him, orders his, his henchmen to activate the giant laser, threatening to cut Bond in half. Um, Bond's talking back and forth with Goldfinger. You know that he knows he knows the details of the plan, and he'll just be replaced by another double O agent if 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 Bond dies. Yeah. Um, and this is where we get the 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 great line of you know uh, something like Bond says like What do you expect me to you know do or something like that? And Goldfinger goes like I expect you to die. <laughs> yes, I w- I would love that when he's like Yes, yes, that is that is right there. That I is the key phrase of the movie. That is a yep. classic villain. That is why Goldfinger is up there in the classic villains. And Bond plays his last last card to get out of this situation, saying that not only does he know of Operation Glam Sl- Grand Slam, but 008, 008 does as well. So that if yep. Bond dies, 008 will immediately know you know where to where to go so goldfinger now realizes it's a better it's a better idea to keep bond alive that way word of his plan just doesn't in case leak. yeah yeah which is so actually a pretty good not a bad villain move you know keep your friends closer or keep your enemies close keep your friends close or i don't know i don't remember yeah, how yeah, you got it right anyway. enemies close friends closer or no friends <laughs> close, like enemies that. closer that's what it was Something like uh, that. I don't know. I, I think it was a good bluff by Bond, and it made Goldfinger like, uh, don't do it. I want to take the chance. Eh, I'll keep him alive for now. So, um, so instead, he gets knocked out again. He gets knocked out again, and we uh, Bond is now we're, we're we're flown, we're flying across the ocean to the great United States of America, um, to Goldfinger's uh, horse farm near 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 Fort Knox, Kentucky. Yep. Um, during this flight is where we're introduced to Pussy Galore. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> oh, you know, all the names, all the names. <clears throat> right on. So, this is, um, I forget what the actual commentary between the two of them are, but this is kind of a, a reference point because I, I can't remember, I think she has a gun or something, but Bond mentions to her about how it's not good to fire a gun on a plane. 
Yeah. And then I forget what happens during this conversation, but everything's fine. And then Bond ended up ends up going to get cleaned up. Yeah. And as he's in the bathroom cleaning up, this is when he activates his transponder, like not the the big one from the car, but his little tiny yep. one to put into a shoe so that everyone knows where he's at. And this also references um, this. Uh, there's a little flirtation back and forth with um with 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 Bond and Pussy Galore, um, and it ends up being referenced, which I didn't, I never picked up when I was a uh, when I was younger and watched this, that. Mm-hmm. Pussy Galore is actually a lesbian and references being immune to Bond's charms. Um, so props for yeah, having a lesbian. Yeah, props for having a lesbian in the in, in the movie in, uh, in in you know 1965. So that's that's pretty rad. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but anyway, he get, like you said, he goes he goes to the bathroom. He gets cleaned up. He activates his transponder in his shoe. Uh, then we're at the we're at we're, we're at the ranch. Um, Bond is taken to his amenities, if you will. Yes, yeah. Which is a, a you know a tiny cell in Goldfinger's dungeon area, and he is he is being guarded by who? No other than Jordan, our favorite henchman from every Bond movie in this series, and we will keep him uh, reference in every movie to come. Good old Absolutely. Frank. Good old Frank the Hitman. Frank was is back. Him. This is his. This is his third shot. You know, I mean, he he third role. You know, he got knocked out on day one at um, Doctor No's uh, lovely mansion laboratory. Yep, after after getting a great job working in the radio, you know, radioactive industry. You know, went to college yeah, for many yeah. years for that. Yes, that didn't pan he, out for him. So he started selling flowers. Yep, he, he had a second chance, and he was kidnapped by Bond. That didn't work out for him either. into the water. So, so now, now he gets a great back. job working for an international jeweler. You know? Yes, I mean, who can yes. ask for a better job? You're like, yes. you're, you're transporting gold As around. As a bodyguard. Yeah. Well, not even a bodyguard. Pretty it's kind good. of more of like a, uh, um, what, what is the word I'm used for? It's not bodyguard. It's just it's henchman. Like a, <laughs> well, I mean, I know he's a henchman, it's but henchman. like uh <laughs> like like a guard essentially like you know like a prison guard type deal. It's just a guard. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's just yeah. a guard. Yeah. You know, so gets to wear a wicked sweet, you know, gee looking thing, you know. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty pretty rad job. Um do, just ignore the now, fact that that Frank's changed races in every single movie. Just ignore that. Um yeah, that's no big deal. That's neither here nor there. It's part of his cover. It's part of his cover. <laughs> he, he's got to come up with a new disguise because his resume looks horrible at this point. <laughs> so, but anyway, um, <laughs> So, <laughs> mind you, while Frank is guarding Bond in this cell, um, Goldfinger is having a meeting with other henchmen, essentially. I mean, I think there was, like, different We got, like, the members, Chicago mob, New York mafia. Yeah. yeah. Everyone we got We got gang members from all over the world, or a country. Yeah, and it's, as long it's everyone that's kind of, like, pitched in with Goldfinger, thinking it was, like, a one-on-one transaction to get more gold and this and that. And Goldfinger's like, nope, I took money from all of you guys, and I'll give it back, or we can, like, triple, quadruple it, you know, multiply it by ten, doing what I have planned. And it's, so like, straight I, up, like, like, the one thing I want to point out here real quick is these actors, God love them. But the voices for these different like mafia <laughs> gangs, it's like all right. Granted, this is a this is a British movie. Okay, Bond is a British movie, so I get it. But it's like they hired the most stereotypical. Now you see here, what you got here, Jimmy is uh, you got a problem, Jimmy. 
you know, um, if, you, if you're talking <laughs> me the wrong way, uh, major, major. it was just straight up Dick Tracy villains, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I heard that too. And I'm like, um, I'm just going to go with it. I, I dug it, man. Yeah. Like I kind of liked it. <laughs> um, so anyway, as this whole meeting's going on, Bond starts playing this, um, essentially this trick on Frank, poor Frank, Oh, poor Frank. Man. And, and I love this because like, it, it was like a mind twister type deal, which I thought was Absolutely. great because like Bond does this perfect thing where he's like he's facing the wall against the cell, turns around, walks up to like the little hole in the door and just kind of like does like a weird little wave, turns around, walks back, does the exact same pose against the wall, turns around, comes back, does the same thing, like exactly identical the second time yep. just to mess with him, like just to kind of like, okay, my like. Did someone put the camcorder on repeat? Like, I don't know what's yeah. going on. And then he does it like a third time. But then after he's done waiting, he does the classic, to me classic, the Austin Powers, like, elevator down the behind elevator. the couch type. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Does the elevator move and just disappears and doesn't come back. And Frank's like, what? Where did this guy go? Yeah. Frank goes, so hold on a minute. <laughs> yeah. What? Huh? So he, like, sneaks over to the door and then kind of, like, looks around, opens the door up. There's no bond. Bond's gone. He took the elevator. There's no, there's nowhere for him to go. It's all like dirt and concrete underneath him, but he took the elevator. And as Frank comes in, what's Bond do? Jumps from the ceiling where he was, you know, kind of like, you know, ninja and then up there and just drops oh, straight yeah. down and takes Frank out. Bond, Bond does a lot of dropping on top of people in this movie. <laughs> yes, that's true. It's very true. It's very true. He just drops on um, top of people. So this is now the second time Bond has taken out Frank. <laughs> Poor, poor Frank. Yes, sir. Um, but as always, as with the way these movies end, Frank will return in Frank Thunderball. Frank will return. Yes, Frank, <laughs> Frank will return. always returns. Frank will what will his role return. be? We don't, we don't know, know yet. But Frank <laughs> will return. Um, so, Bond leaves Frank and goes exploring. And this is when he kind of comes underneath the, um, the room where Goldfinger's having his meeting. Yep. And... Goldfinger has like the the pool table because the guys were shooting pool. He ends up doing a couple of neat tricks, and the pool table turns into like a control room, and then like the floor opens up, and this um, display pops up out of the ground. Yep. And yeah, this big model, Bond finds himself yeah. underneath, so he's able to kind of like look yep. through the Fort Knox looking the Fort Knox model. Yeah. Which yeah. side note, real quick, this room. I mean, it was a great scene. I mean, the room's huge. Goldfinger goes around touching different things, different switches and whatnot, and this broom essentially whole transforms into the whole planning thing. Um, really cool to look at. I mean, and all practical effects, of course, we're before the time of CGI here. Um, really, really cool to look at, but was entirely produced. Like, I was thinking the whole time I was watching that scene, I'm like, what is the functionality of this room on a regular basis? Yeah. It makes like, that room was designed for one purpose. And one purpose only, which was for this exact meeting. Yes. <laughs> like that was yeah. the only purpose for that room. So if it wasn't a movie, if it was real life, that would have been the most over-engineered room <laughs> in the world for the purpose that it served. And you know, you would be sitting there playing with that model all day long. Like, hey, what's this button do? Yeah, hey, look, yeah, there it is so again. All right, put it back in pool, the floor. Yeah, pool table, this model. Pool table, <laughs> model. Pool table, model. Yeah. Pool table, model. <laughs> yeah. You know, 
Um, God love it. But anyway, yeah, you're so, saying, yeah, Bond's hiding underneath. He's kind of and he's kind of like he's yeah he's listening to the plan of them using this special uh, invisible gas essentially Delta Nine gas is what it is. Okay, to um, they're gonna knock out everyone at Fort Knox, steal in, you know jump into Fort Knox, and the plan is to set all like a small nuclear blast, pretty much uh, radiating all of the gold in Fort Knox, which in return means that we can't do anything with it. And we have to turn to Goldfinger because all he's got all the gold in the world now, supposedly, and it, it will jack up the value of his gold and pretty much make him one of the richest and strongest people around because Absolutely. everyone's got to rely on his type of gold. Which, in my mind, as a villain, is a very clever plan. Absolutely. You know? Now, granted, I could have seen this working as the movie unfolds completely different. So I'm not going to say Goldfinger's the best <laughs> villain because I feel like there's some holes in his plan. He could have made it better, but well, it's a very it's clever a Bond villain plan. <laughs> no, I know. I know. I, I, I grant it's clever, but in my mind, yeah. if you're going to go through all the hassle to get into Fort Knox with ease, mind you, and just to radiate some gold, why not take some of the gold with you? <laughs> anyway, Miss Galore shows up to take out Bond while he's hiding in, you know, underneath spying on everybody literally pulls much... his ankles out from under him and he smacks yes. under the thing he was standing on yes. i yeah. there was an audible moment because i i completely forgot that that part was in the movie where like you see the legs the, the, her hands grab his ankles and pull and when he hits hits it like if we were in a theater you would have heard me go ha! you know that was <laughs> yeah. it that was the only sound i made but i'm in a room by myself at home watching this movie and i audibly just go ha! You know, it was the funniest thing I've seen. It was so great. <laughs> Caught me so uh, off guard. But they've yeah, got that, a little struggle, whatnot. And then mm-hmm. um, Bond is, is is recaptured by, by Pussy Galore. Mm-hmm. Um, and while, sent back to his cell. Sent back to the cell. While all this is happening, um, Goldfinger leaves the room and releases Delta 9 into the room full of gangsters. Yes. Now. Killing all of them. All but one. All but one. If you yes. remember, uh, during this scene, while he's trying to get everyone to say, hey, you know, take your million and leave or be part of this giant plane with me and get $10 million out of it instead, yeah. uh, Mr. Solo says, yep. I want my million, I'm out. He was like, okay, cool, no problem. Takes his money and goes. And during this, as Mr. Solo leaves in the recapture bond and take him out, Bond ends up um, taking a note where he wrote down some of the information mm-hmm. about the plan and putting it in Mr. Solo's pocket. Yep. Thinking that Solo will escape. He puts the tracker in, in um, there uh, as well with the note so that Felix and whoever else is tracking Bond will track him, find him, and grab the note. Yep. So Then we're, then we're set on a wild goose chase, this, this yes. whole car scene of... Of odd job driving, driving Mr. Solo um, around. And Felix following up, him. Yeah, they stop, they kill him. You know, it's mm-hmm. the CIA, Felix, Felix, and others in CIA, CIA Joe is what I'm going to call him. Um, so you, you got you got Agent Girly Glasses Felix and CIA Joe following each other around. You know, following um, the the tracker signal around. Odd job kills Solo. They drive to a mm-hmm. uh, um, uh, junkyard. Vehicles picked up and crushed into a. Um, I don't know if that's how crushers work in real life. I've I'm only ever sure seen. 
I've only ever seen them work in movies. But if that's how crushers work in real life, freaking awesome. You know? Pretty sure they do. You Pretty just sure made a car into like a... Four by four square, and uh, it was yep. pretty. It was pretty rough with Mister Solo and the tracker inside. Yes, and Bond's um, note, and Bond's note, absolutely. Yes. So Oddjob changes cars, changes cars to a um, uh, what, what looked like a uh, El Camino, basically. Yeah, as I say, it pretty much looked like an old El Camino or Which, something. I gotta say sorts. this. That is a durable car. Whatever he put the other, you know, the the, the compact car <laughs> yeah. into the bed of, because he's got the weight of a whole of a Lincoln Town car in the <laughs> yes. bed of his truck, basically. Yes, and the truck's yes, just I like, say I got this, you know. Yes. Yeah, I was ease. thinking in my head, that's like you've got like four thousand pounds in the back in the bed of your truck right now, yep. you know. You'd be driving yeah. like low rider style, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yes. At bare minimum, so, if you could move, you'd be low riding. Low riding. So yeah, that that truck was uh, it was a beast. It was a beast. It was so, crazy. He drives back, and I think during all this, um, Felix and them leaves the single, so they end up going back to the ranch anyway. Yep. And <clears throat> we find, I think, before he gets back, you see Bond back in his cell. Mm-hmm. This time, Frank has some help. Frank's poor Frank's sitting there, and then the camera pans, and Frank's sitting right next to Bond, in the room, right next to Bond. And then the camera pans, and you Frank, see Frank's buddy Phil. He's like, "Yo, <laughs> Phil, listen, this guy kind of fucked me last time. I need your help. I need some help. I got, I've got one job here. I'm not letting this man ruin it for me this time. Okay." Phil, give me a hand. Phil's like, I got you, dog. Not only do I got you, dog, I got like 12 other buddies to give me a hand. So <laughs> Phil calls in his crew. Exactly. Phil's crew comes exactly. to help. It's like so when you're be best like... friends. It's like when you're best friends with a guy who has like nine brothers and sisters. And, yes. you, need them, and you need him to help you move. He's like, I got yeah. you. Yeah. Not only do I got you. My 13 brothers, yes, it went up from 9 to 13. I acknowledge that. My 13 brothers got this as well. (laughs) (laughs) So, as we're panning out of this room, Frank, Phil, and crew are surrounding (laughs) this whole tiny little cell. Like, Bond barely had some room to move around in the cell to begin with. Now, we've got, like, 10, 11, 13, 15 other people surrounding him and he's just like kind of curled up on the bed just kind of sitting there like well i guess i'm not going anywhere Mm -hmm. until goldfinger comes to take him out of the cell now this i think is when bond goes and sits down has an actual little meeting with goldfinger yeah and this is this is where uh, they're actually talking about the plan yeah yeah Yeah, they're actually talking about the plan this is where bond actually learns for the first time why um, he's breaking into Fort Knox, not to yes. steal. Bond thought it was to steal the gold, but it's not. It's to de- yep. devalue the gold so that his becomes more valuable. Mm-hmm. This is where um, they discover that. Then this is also when Ajab comes back in his durable truck with the other vehicle cube on the back. And I love how Goldfinger's like, oh, I need to go and uh, recollect my million dollars from Mr. Solo. I'm like, how are you going to get that back from him? I'm just kind of curious. It's in somewhere in that cube, but 
All you right. just straight up toss the whole whole shebang into the smelter, and whatever comes out, you know, you this separate you after the fact, right? You know, I feel like that gold's going to be like, diluted, but all right. Goldfinger has like a couple bins in his smeltery, right? He's got yeah. he's got the the precious metals bin, which is your gold, your silver, things that you can separate out that adds value. You got the scrap bin, which is stuff that they're just going to throw back in the junkyard anyway. And then you've got like the bones and guts bin, which is whatever <laughs> yeah, they drain from poor Mr. Solo's body that's crushed up in there, you know, that I'm sure <laughs> blood gold. he this just is... <laughs> gives to Odd Job and be like, yo, make it disappear. And Odd Job's like, I got you, bro. You yeah. Odd Job's straight up and I got you, bro, guy, without saying a single word the entire movie. He doesn't. He just grunts the whole movie. He just this looks like at you part. and you know Odd Job will yeah. take care of this. You yeah. Know? Yeah. He, he just looks and grunts. Um, Odd Job will so remember yeah. this. So then he leaves Bond in the capable hands of Miss Galore. Of Miss Galore. And the yes. plan, just to detail, because this is where we get the actual um, full plan, is, you know, he's, he's, he's going to set off a nuclear bomb inside Fort Knox mm-hmm. to irradiate the gold, devaluing it. How he's going to get there, because Fort Knox is kind of a pretty heavily guarded military institute, institution, yep. you know, relatively heavily guarded. He's going to have Pussy Galore, which we did not neglected to mention earlier, is the leader of a all-female stunt flight group. You know, Pussy yes. Galore's Flying Circus. Um, they're going to fly over releasing the Delta 9 gas, knocking out all of the um, all of the military personnel in and around the base, allowing mm-hmm. them to go in, set off the nuke and, and you know, and, and piss off. Yep. So that's the full bla- the, the full plan. For Fort Knox. Now this is um, where you see Bond and Galore, and now Galore in his in her um, off-duty hours, so to speak, but kind of start to mingle a little bit more. And I think this is also mm-hmm. where Felix is like, "Up, oh, that's James for you. We yep. got nothing else to do here. He's completely fine. Let's go." Yep. Exactly. <laughs> so they, they they head out, and uh, this is where you start to see a little bit more. Um, I like the little fight scene between the two of them. Like they go into yeah. the barn and they. Uh, they reference Bond both of classic, them knowing like, Judo. Hey. Yeah. yeah. And she tosses them, and then he, like, he, like, throws her halfway across the barn, too. Oh, yeah. the yeah. best part. I um, was like, when I saw that, I was like, whoa, that was a little aggressive Bond. Yeah, like, yeah. We're, pl- I mean, we're play fighting here. Like, keep the kid gloves on, please. Yes, like, yeah. And granted, I mean, the, the, it wasn't like he threw her, like, through the wall or anything. I mean, like, there was tons of hay, and she was completely fine. Oh, yeah. But you could tell it was kind of like she was flipping bond and bond's like all right sweep from the legs and then yep. throw again like all right so bond's like that's it Whoop, and like threw her like across into this huge pile of hay and you can tell she, she landed hard but she's like all right you win you win yeah yeah yep. and then of course there's a little struggle and then it's you know um, and then we have seduction yes yes he's able to they, 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 they you know throughout the judo fight and whatnot i don't know if it you know i'm sure i'm sure fighting turns both both of these type of people on they seem to kill yeah. that kind of people you know um but anyway bond lays down in the hay pussy lays down in the hay and seduction happens he seduces pussy galore mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. so now we're on to the next day we yes. have the grand plan is in action planes you know, take off Pussy Galore's Flying Circus, which is a beautiful name for an aviation crew. If there's not one in real life, there really, really should be. Yes, yes. Um, Pussy Galore's Flying Circus 
flies across Fort Knox, spraying the Delta Nine all over the area, pacifying Mission all the troops. Rockabye baby. Yeah, that's right. Knocking Which I thought was the, was the most cleverest name. Like, that's good. I like that. I like that's that. right. Operation Rockabye. <laughs> now, I will say, this scene was hysterical. Granted, I understand the purpose as far as special effects go, but the way the planes fly over and everyone just drops, like, on We just drop instantly. <laughs> instantly. <laughs> instantly, yeah. Like, instantly. Everyone just, like, whoa. It's almost like a domino you know thing. You it's had almost like, hey, guys, uh, now's the time to fall on yeah. three, two, fall. No, yep, all of them. Exactly. <laughs> and, and like, and there was the one part where it was like a training course, and you saw it was kind of hard to notice because it's optical illusion type deal. The yeah. guys in the front and like the jeeps all kind of fall like they actually fell, right? Yeah. In the background, there's a whole bunch of training guys, and yeah, they yeah. fall. Some of the guys drop like they're doing push ups. Like they they drop down on their hands and then fall. <laughs> it's like uh, that's not how it, it was works. Great. You don't die. Well, like that. I'm sure when you're co- <laughs> when you're trying to coordinate like. 130 extras <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> in 1964. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's a little difficult. <laughs> but anyway, so, everyone get, supposedly is knocked out and dies. And Rock absolutely. Baby, everyone's asleep. Everyone, everything's good. So now they get, rolls in that's right. the uh, Bond and Goldfinger and Ajab and all of them come rolling in through absolutely. the main gate. They blow up the main gate. They get in. They and get Bond is straight world. up handcuffed to Oddjob, which I yes. loved. Yes. He's like, listen, we're keeping you close because they were going to set the bomb off with Bond there. Yes. To take out, you know, two birds with one stone type deal. Yep. Yep. Um, so Bond is straight up handcuffed to Oddjob. <laughs> yep. And, you yeah, know, as we've um, referenced, Oddjob is the kind of henchman you want on your side because Oddjob's yes. not going to let Bond go. Like, no. Nope. You know, they're no, they're no seducing your way out of odd job. You know, I mean, <laughs> no. that man does not care how seductive you are. He got a, he's got his, his razor, razor brimmed hat and he's just don't fuck with him. All right. <laughs> so they, and this is what I thought was kind of neat. They bring the laser back. I mean, the laser wasn't good enough for Bond, but it's good enough to cut open the doors to get into this. Absolutely. hundred percent. They get into the vault. So they're now in Vault Knox, as I like to call it. <clears throat> and they, they, I mean, they take everyone out of the base to get in, get through the main door, get into the vault, and they go down. And um, I, I don't know what the, the other henchman's name was who was with them, but he, like, keeps the keys. Like, after they lock Bond up to the bomb, like, they have the bomb in there on the little wheelie, like, trolley cart, you know, that you would see with extra food in the train or something like that. They handcuff Bond to the Bond. Bond to the bomb. Yeah. <laughs> too, too many syllables there. And then the guy takes the keys and, like, wanders off, and so does Oddjob and uh, Goldfinger. And it pretty much is like, hey, this is, you know, where I'm getting, you know, this is where you're staying, you're done. This is what's Making sure happening. you're not getting away this time. And, and it's and, about this point where we realize we cut to just outside of Fort Knox, um, there's, you know, Felix and CIA Joe hang out in a car with, with the general and they just, they just yep. wake up. Yes. Now I think there was like a, an alarm or something that went off. There was something, I don't know if it was maybe the tracking, something went off to kind of wake him up, but it was just to signify, Hey, bonds well, here, bonds in the vault. So I think that was like one of his trackers or something. I, I, well, I forget how they did it. 
what it was is because they reference it, reference it later. And this might actually explain why the people falling asleep was so awkward. Is because they explain this farther towards the end. After uh, Bond seduced Pussy Galore, she swapped out the canisters. The yeah, canisters. I, I know that. But so yeah, so nobody really passed out. Yes, which is true. Yeah, but I think there was uh, there was some type of signal or something going off when Felix got up, and that's when he's like, "Well, I guess oh, Bond's yeah, yeah. here." So that's why I kept yeah. thinking it was some type of tracking or something that pretty much signified that Bond was there in the vault. So it was time for them to stop, you know, pretending to be asleep. Yeah. Um, but then, so now the Felix and CI Joe and the army are all, you know, heading towards the fort. Run in. They're Battle. ready to sneak in. Yes, right. Take back the fort. And some um, guy, I'm going to call him GI Bill. GI Bill. <laughs> okay. Not Joe. That's trademarked. No. GI no, Bill. GI Bill. <laughs> GI Bill gets uh gets just just he's just a little too slow and he gets seen so mm. they start firing grand firefight ensues guns going everywhere um goldfinger hears all this going off um and panics leaves the vault closes the vault behind him locking Leave an uh, odd job and this other guy with the keys sabon's cuffs in yep there. in the in in the safe now um, what during the scene, the other thing I thought was kind of clever as far as Goldfinger's point is he takes off his outfit, like his coat and all, but it is in disguise as one of the, like the army, uh, like yep. generals or something like that. So he pulls a hat out and throws it on and pretends to be one of them. And he ends up mm-hmm. shooting, I guess his fellow friends who was helping him when yep. the army came in and was like, Hey, you know, they went that way. I got this yep. guy, and then like as the army guys come in, he grabs one of the guns and shoots them all in the back. So he kind of played that like um, disguise very well. Mm-hmm. But at the, around the same time, on the inside, the other guy with odd job is kind of like freaking out and trying to find a way to de- to like deactivate the bomb or do something because he doesn't want to get blown up in the vault. Meanwhile, odd job's like no, loyal to the end. That odd job, he loyal was. to the end. Ajab knows at this point he's going to die too, but he's not going to let anybody stop the plan from happening. Exactly. Loyal to the so, end, old Ajab. Ajab takes out this guy and kind of like throws him over the balcony in a way that he falls near Bond with the key still in his pocket. So Bond's like, That's all right, right, I'm going to push this little trolley over there and I'm going to get that key. And Ajab's <laughs> like, ah, duh. Great. Bond, I got to run Bond down all these flights of stairs. To- navigate this nuclear bomb around these tracks like reminded me of like somebody with like a laundry cart in a hotel hotel (laughs) trying to like fit it through the doorways or like get it in the elevator (laughs) you know he's just like he's just having the damnedest time moving this thing around like the hallways are just still too small you know i mean it was just a hard time hard time so bond ends up getting um the keys while he's trying to unlock his handcuffs, Ajab's still trying to run down way too many flights of stairs. Yeah. Which never made sense to me because he's so super strong and got all, you know, crazy skills. You thought he would just like jumped over like the last flight of stairs or something. He never I just does. Love, he, he walks I just all the way down every, every single flight, he stops <laughs> he and stops looks like, is, look. is Bond still there? <laughs> yes. Okay. Keep going. Is he still there? <laughs> oh, no. Okay. He's got the key. Let's see how this Oh, he's almost got him off. One more flight of stairs. I don't even think there was that many flights there. That's okay. the bad part. And honestly, I really like this fight that ensues. So Bond gets loose. Yes. Um, uh, uh, you know, fight starts happening. 
between Ajab and Ba, and Ajab throws his hat. You know, it gets it gets you know it, it breaks off this this electrical cord near Bond. Mm-hmm. Fight back and forth, blah blah blah, thrown around. You know, Bond just like you 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 cannot get the better of Ajab. Like, yeah, like no, I it's mean, just Bond is losing during this battle. Just absolutely losing it. So Bond finally, you know, Ajab literally throws Bond across the room near where his hat, his you know, his hat was thrown and the electrical yep. wire was, and Bond picks up the hat and then Abjad's like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, he's got and my I hat. I like how they kind of do on. that. They do this like like one eighty turn. Yeah, so, it's this little spin move thing. Yep. <clears throat> and so now Ajab's kind of like over, not necessarily in front of the electric cable, but over near that way because he's the bars right next to it, him. and there's like metal yep. bars back behind him. And, and uh, like Bond throws the hat, yep. and Ajab moves. Hat yep. hits the metal metal bars. And just gets stuck right between the metal bars. And mm-hmm. Ajab just kind of smirks like, rookie, I've been throwing hats since I was like seven. <laughs> yeah. All right? Like, obviously, you haven't thrown hats before. So there's like a whole technique. It's like it's like throwing a Frisbee, but not throwing a Frisbee. Now, you see, know? money... <laughs> Money Penny knows how to do it. If you remember towards the beginning of this movie, absolutely, she Money threw Penny. Bond's hat directly on the oh, hook. Yeah. Might even looked like, how did you do that? She can throw some hats, man. She can throw some hats. Yeah. Uh, but so anyway, Ajab goes to get the hat. He gets the smirk. He goes to get the hat. Right when he grabs it, Bond dives from the, dives for the electrical wire and touches the electrical wire to the metal bars, straight up electrocuting Ajab. Um, Another shocking moment. Another shocking moment. <laughs> I really enjoyed that death scene, though, man, of Odd Job just standing there, like being yeah, electrocuted, yep. and then he just kind of falls face first. Yes, yep. I actually really like that. That was pretty cool. Um, but about this time, you know, uh, the the military's raided the place. They've come in. You know, they've 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 you know um, pushed over the, 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 the henchmen. They've got the advantage at this point. Yeah, and they, um, uh, the henchmen get the vault door back open and kind of try to retreat. And I, I forget who actually hits the button to open the door, but they start retreating into the vault. And then the fight kind of ensues into the vault. So there are like, guns the blazing back and mm-hmm. forth in the vault while Bond's trying to now defuse this bomb. Yeah. Which, by the way, this whole thing probably takes like 15, 20 minutes. Meanwhile, he's only got like thirty seconds, and like ten minutes goes by, and like two seconds passes by on this bomb. Like I, I feel like Bond played with the bomb, uh, the bomb itself, way longer than he had time for. Yep, but bombs in there. He bond bomb bomb bomb. See, bond, it's hard, isn't it? Bond bond bomb is, is very in there trying twisting. to disarm the bomb. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's a touch. <laughs> and he's just going. He's he's got it opened up. He's looking at the wires. It's yellow wire, red wire, blue wire, green wire, black wire, white is, is wire, purple. Why is there a purple thing? wire here? Yeah. Which wire is it? Um. Meanwhile, getting, we've like, got someone uh, was actually trying to shoot Bond, and I think one of the guys like took the him out. Yep, shot him. Saving Meanwhile, Bond. we've got Felix running down the flight of the stairs in the same way Odd Job did, stopping at every fucking flight. Don't know why they decided <laughs> to do that. We've only got we've only got fourteen seconds left on this bomb. I mean, yes. stop looking. Start. Well, the gunfire started going on for like ten minutes now. You know. But anyway, um, it gets down and Bond just can't figure it out. It's all fumble fingers, fumble fingers. He's getting ready to like, grab the wires and just rip them out. No, he comes up and just straight flick. A, he flicks a switch. Well, that, that's the best part. Like, Bond is getting ready to rip the wires out because he oh, doesn't yeah. know which one to grab. So he's, like, getting ready to grab yeah, like, rip the them all out. and just rip yep. them out. But this guy just comes over, reaches in, flips the switch. And then Bond's just like, what took you so long? <laughs> <laughs> 
But and not only does it the not only does the bomb stop, it stops at zero zero seven. You know what? I didn't even think about that. I, I you saw didn't that, notice it? It, it. No, I saw it, but I just it never registered. It never registered at all. It stopped at zero zero seven double oh seven, and I was like, "Fuck yeah, nice! nice. This is Bond. This That's is great. Bond. That is great." <laughs> um. But anyway, Bond saves the day, blah de blah de blah. He's scheduled to now he's scheduled to fly fly to the White House for a personal meeting right. with yep. with the uh, with Bond the president re- of the United uh, States. Felix. Felix hooks him up with a, a flight and all this yep. other stuff. Um, um with with drinks for three and Bond yeah. goes <laughs> Who, who else is going? And he was like, Nobody. Just you. Just you. I get you, man. <laughs> I get Bond's you. Like, all right. So, but anyway, we're on the plane and continue, mm-hmm. sir. Well, I was going to say, so this is where, to Bond's surprise, Goldfinger pops in and surprises Bond. Uh, again, with a gun. And, and Bond makes his Not only that, comment. With a golden gun. With a golden gun. Not yes. the golden Not gun the that we'll get to later. A golden a gun. A golden gun. So, which would make him technically the first man with the golden gun. <laughs> Very true. Very true. Um, so this is kind of the, one of the funny things where Bond mentioned something about a gun or a plane. He's like, you know, I told, I, I think he said something about how he mentioned to Galore the same thing. It was like, yeah, I told her as well. That it's not good to shoot a gun on a plane. Yep. Like you people should know better. And I think, uh, is there like a little bit of a fight scene or they, they, they kind of clash a little bit and then eventually Goldfinger ends up shooting the window out. Yep. Which I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure the window was smaller than Goldfinger when he first shot Dude, it out. But somehow he was. gets sucked out of this giant window. He gets sucked out of it like a tennis ball through a garden hose is how I imagine that <laughs> sequence going. Yeah, like, but it I was, could swear that window got bigger when he was actually oh, it absolutely in it and did. flying 100%, through. 100%. 100% got <laughs> It was a lot oh, yeah. smaller oh, when yeah. he first shot yeah. it. I just I let my imagination take over that point. I imagine Goldfinger being sucked <laughs> through like you know a, a, a PVC pipe essentially. Yeah, I mean it was good, good special effects. Good special effects. But yeah, you got to do what you got to do. <laughs> but then um, at this point, and, and they find out that uh, Galore is the one flying the plane too. So Bond Pussy runs galore. up front. Yes. Not not Galora. Pussy Galore. I didn't say Galora. <laughs> I just said Galore oh, is sorry, flying the plane. Anyway. Bond goes up to try and help her land the plane, and at this point, I don't know if he really helps her land it or crash it. I'm not too sure, but the plane goes down. The plane goes down. You see a parachute. The, you see a parachute pop out though on the on the radar, so they know that they survive. You know, the yeah. Air Force is watching this radar, going, "What's going on? Bad things are happening." You know, they see the plane go down. They see the 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 radar thing for the parachute. Um, and then we cut to the, the helicopter sequence of them flying over, searching for, um, searching um, for, yep. um, for, Bond for Bond. And, for them, yep. Yep. And I think Absolutely. she tries to like wave down the helicopter and Bond's like, what are you doing? Yep. We don't need rescue. And just kind of like throws the parachute over top of them. Yeah, Bond then, grabs her, pulls her down, and goes, "This is no time for the rescuing." Uh, you know, yes, cheekily yeah. says, "They don't need to be rescued, or we don't need to be rescued at this moment." <laughs> yeah. And you know, yeah, yeah. and throws the parachute over him. And then again, we have implied sexy time, which yes, is, yes. I think which, we've got like what three or four implied sexy times in this movie. Is that a new record so far? I don't know. It could be. 
We might uh, have to start. There's a lot of. It's going to get to the point where it's. I will say this. <laughs> I'm okay with this ending because they were not on a boat. <laughs> this is the first movie where it does not end with them in um, sexy time on a boat. Nice. nice. I mean, if you think about it, the last two movies ended both times with him having sexy time on a boat. Yeah. This this time it was underneath a parachute in, in like the woods somewhere. So we've broken that streak. We're good. And then this is the outro, which is our classic Goldfinger song over again. So it's Gold not only the best intro, Finger. but the best outro too. Beautiful. And that's, that's it. That is that is Goldfinger and, right there. And that up. is Goldfinger, ladies and gentlemen. That is Goldfinger. Which means favorite part, trivia time. It's trivia. Trivia. Yes. Trivia time. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome again to Trivia Time. Um little bit here. I've got this movie was the fastest grossing movie in movie history when it was released. It was entered Ooh. into the Guinness Book of World Records for that year. For that for that. Uh let's see. Is that book Steven uh, even still around? Yeah, they still do that. <clears throat> Okay, I stopped paying attention to it. Like, I don't know, school somewhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, see, the recreation of Fort Knox repository was at Pinewood Studios um, in, in England and was incredibly accurate considering nobody involved in the movie was allowed inside of, inside of the, real, the real locations for security reasons. Hmm. Um, so the set looks so real that a 24-hour guard was placed at Fort, or at, on the Fort Knox set at Pinewood Studios so that pilferers would not steal the gold bar props. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Um, this is the first appearance of a laser beam in a movie. Um, in the original script, the scene was a, the stereotypical spinning buzzsaw, which was what was in the, in, in the, uh, in the, in the book. Um, okay. but it was decided, it was decided to be changed as the buzzsaw image was commonplace and unoriginal. So they switched it up to the laser beam. Which I think had more effect. I think it fit better. Because it'd be hard to get that saw blade through the, the gates and doors of Fort Knox. The laser just fit so much better into the story. Uh, when Pussy Galore introduced herself to James Bond, he replies, I must, dr- I must be dreaming in the movie. The original script involved, rep- has Bond's reply being, I know you are, but what's your name? <laughs> <laughs> Which was deemed too suggestive for the film and was changed. Um, or bleeped in some markets around the world, especially for in the country of India. Um, Gert Frob, who played Oric Goldfinger, spoke very, very little English. Um, so really? British actor Michael Collins dubbed his voice. Uh, director Guy Hamilton instructed Frob to speak his lines in German, but speak them quickly, which would assist it in dubbing. Interesting. Um, yeah, did he did speak. That. He did speak English in a few in in a few scenes, um, which reduces you know you being able to notice it being 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 dubbed. Um, but there were moments in that movie that I noticed like some of it was off, and I didn't realize until after I watched. That's why yeah. it's because he was speaking German in some of the scenes, which is kind of neat. But German and English are I mean those are languages that are kind of close enough. Mm-hmm. You know, there's certain words that are the same and like the the uh, flow of speaking is very similar. So yeah, I can see that being that. very easy to dub. Uh, let's see. In the German release, he dubbed his own voice. Which okay. is kind of cool. I mean, cool. that makes more sense. 
Yep. Uh, Aston Martin was initially very reluctant to part with two of their cars for the for the movie. Um, the producers had to actually pay for the Aston Martins. But after the success of mo- success of the movie for both you know, at the box office, they never had to spend money on a car again. Every single car after this Aston Martin in a Bond movie was given to given to the production team by the oh, car that's company. Awesome. Well, I mean, Bond pretty much sold the car for them. So, mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, this is the first Bond film where Sean Connery wore a toupee. His hair was getting too thin to be covered up by different combing techniques and whatnot, like it was in the first two Bond movies. Um, side note, this is more of trivia time for Sean Connery himself. He actually started going bald when he was 21 years old. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought his head did look different, but I just didn't pay close enough attention. I just figured they did something different. This movie. Goldfinger <clears throat> wears yellow or gold in er- on an item of his clothing in every single scene, except the scene where he appears appears in the U.S. Colonel uniform. But during that scene, he's carrying what? The golden gun. There you go. So in every single scene, he has something gold related on. Well, on and he him. even mentioned in the movie that he loved gold like everything gold he he wanted everything <laughs> in gold type deal so that yep. makes sense um as with the first two bond movies ian fleming did visit the set of this bond movie but he did die before it released i think i talked about that in the last week's episode because last the from Russia with love was the only the last movie that ian fleming saw released that's right um, yep he did talk about yeah that. he he died before this a couple months before this movie came out um this is the only Sean Connery era Bond movie without the villain Blowfield or a reference to Spectre. I was going to say, I never heard any reference in that. So mm. I didn't know if I missed it or if it was just never referenced or had no tie in. No, nope. every Spectre other movie is, is Spectre. Um, but yeah, we got, uh, we got some more trivia mixed in here and there, but that's, that's about the gist of it. So it got some pretty good stuff for Goldfinger. All right, so now the favorite part of this lovely episode, <clears throat> ranking time. Ranking time. Let's see. Ranking time. Movie mm. ranking first. Well, you go first, sir. Um, where, where where would you put this? We've got Dr. No. So, from, or, the, list, the list as follows is Dr. No, or from Russia with Love, number one, Dr. No, number two. So I'm definitely going to have to stick with From Russia with Love for one. I think that was the better spy movie, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, and even though I liked this movie as far as it showed a different type of bond, it doesn't show the sneaky spy bond. It shows the more of the cocky, I'm the best bond there ever was, yeah. essentially. So he's he's not afraid to go out. He's got the gadgets. He's like, hey, I'm Bond. You, I'm like, I'm the golden boy type deal. It's more traditional Bond. You, you're right. This is the one that kind of sets everything up. Like, it's, yes. it's all yeah. Bond after this. Um, I just, I kind of like the feel of From Russia With Love a little bit more than this one. So I'd keep that at number one. And I'd probably say Goldfinger 2, uh, Dr. No 3. I'd so Gold, put him, Goldfinger yeah. would be number two for you? Currently, yeah, I'd, I'd say Goldfinger's number two. I would agree with you. I, I do think this movie is the the bondiest of the Bond movies we've seen so far. And we've said that so many times this episode. So I'm not going to beat that dead horse. I, I will, because I'll say it again next episode. <laughs> but 
Um, we'll, we'll, we will beat this horse more dead than we will Frank, all right? <laughs> Frank will return. <laughs> Frank will return in Thunderball. <laughs> Um, but I do agree with you, even though this is, this is like, we've got so many gadgets. We've got the first Aston Martin. We've got actually a pretty good, um, villain plan as far as, you know, Goldfinger's plan. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, it's not bad. The story held up very well, in my opinion. Yeah, it really did. But I do have to give it to From Russia With Love as well. That's, that's still, Mm -hmm. that's still number one. Um, so I'm in agreement, man, as far as, as, as far as the, the, the Friday films ranking goes, I'm I'm down with From Russia with Love number two, Goldfinger or From Russia with Love number one, Goldfinger number two, Doctor No number three. All right. So now we move on to favorite villain, and although we've had some discussion in the last weeks, we'll uh, for the time being we'll keep villain henchmen together, just so it's not confusing. We'll, we'll just <laughs> simplify it. Um, I'm gonna throw Odd Job at number one. I mean, well, yeah. No, I know you have a love I, I, affair with Doctor No. I get no, it. It's no, fine. No, 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 no. I was gonna say I if we're if we're putting the two together, I loved Red as the yeah. anti Bond, but I didn't consider him a villain. I considered him a henchman, which is why he never made the villain list. I put No as the number one villain and just the Spectre lady or yeah. whoever in the uh, from Russia with Love as number two. If we're including, because then I, I'd put Goldfinger at the top. And then Goldfinger, Doctor Noah, then that lady. That would be my my top three. If we're throwing the henchmen in there, I love Ajab. Don't get me wrong, but I loved Red as the anti Bond. Like I feel like he was more of a villain than Ajab. Ajab was really awesome would, with that hat. You would put him over the Goldfinger Ajab combo. I, that's the thing. I'm not sure if we're doing combos. Goldfinger and Oddjob is better than Red in the general. Yes, by all means. But if we're just taking yeah. the henchmen by themselves, like Red versus Oddjob, I think we should do. I, I think we should do the combos, man, because they're <clears> such a big. They're like the henchman and the bigger villain are both huge parts of it. Okay, then in that case, then I'm taking uh, Goldfinger and Oddjob together because that is the better combo. But if you're just doing henchmen, if it's just Red versus Oddjob, as far as a Bond, <laughs> you you would go Red. Enemy, I would go Red because I Heard. think Red was um, had the better advantage against Bond than Ajab did. I mean, Bond knew what Ajab was. He was the villain. He was super strong, and he threw this crazy hat that could like kill people. I Red so much. played like an anti-Bond. Red was literally the opposite of Bond, which was great because it <laughs> challenged Bond. And if, if Red never would have given away his secrets, he could have easily taken out Bond at any point in time. Yeah. Um, so I feel like Red was the better henchman enemy than odd job but combo wise i'm doing goldfinger and odd job then i'll do um i i still like red so i mean i don't i didn't care for the rather the rest of the spectra red, agents in red and russia, russia but, <laughs> yeah and, and then no and whoever else just know like, no. <laughs> just no no, no and frank. the dragon <laughs> oh, frank, yeah i was gonna say no and the dragon all right, so you you got to keep up with this list. This is this is Jordan's definitive villains list. This so is you've got Goldfinger villain. Oddjob number one. You've got Russian Winch and and and, and Red number two, and you've got Doctor No and Frank number three. <laughs> so, yeah, I'll have to keep up with that because that's going to get so confusing. As you got to go on. Write it down, homie. Yeah, um, I'll have to get that. So that is the definitive. Villains list. We've done the overall ranking list. What else do we have for this episode, Jordan? 
I, I, as far as the episode goes, I think that's it because we're not rating bonds yet. Cause we're still on Sean Connery. We're not rating yep. bonds until we get to the end. Uh, so it's still, I mean, we've, we've already discussed that this is our favorite intro outro because it's gold. Uh, we've gold got our villains. Finger. We've got our <laughs> intro movie. So for this week, that's it. I mean, we've got Goldfinger wrapped up. Uh, number three in the Bond series. You next might week say it's wrapped have... around our gold finger. Yeah, <laughs> wrapped around our gold finger. <laughs> um, next week we have uh, Eric Thunderball, right? Thunderball. Thunderball is next. For those That's who right. want to keep up and uh, watch with us and do the review with us, keep an eye out for Frank, those who watch before our lovely uh, podcast, because he's Frank in will there. return. Frank, Frank will, will return, return in Thunderball. Absolutely. He will. Absolutely. He will. Um, with that, Eric, do you want to do the uh, normal showdown? Yes, sir. The, the old rigmarole? Yes, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you again for joining us for this episode of Friday Films. If you liked what you listened to today from Jordan and myself, the reviews of James Bond, um, we've still got, what, 22 more episodes of this bad boy? <laughs> 22. Yeah. As I said that message to you the other day when I watched the movie, it was like three down, yep. 22 to go. Strap in, ladies and gentlemen. We're in for the long haul. So if you like what you're listening to, best way to let us know, best way to keep up with any updates on Friday Films when they post, random rambling if you listen to that as well, is to follow us on social media at Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at Hoodoo Presents. Best way to get a hold of us. Let us know what you think of the in-review series. Um, let us know what your favorite Bond movie is so far. Let us know whether Odd Job really is worse than Red or better than Red, in my opinion. Jordan and I are competitive on that. Favorite, I'm an Odd Job boy, villain. hands down. I, just, I like Red. I like Red. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love Odd Job, but Red has it, in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah, all social media is Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at Hoodoo Presents. That's the best way of getting a hold of us. And with that, that ties up the end of this movie. I mean, you got anything else for us, Eric? That's it. Until, until the right. next Bond. All right. Well, again, everyone, we hope you enjoyed. And uh, until next time, uh, again, this is Eric and Jordan from Hoodoo. And let the credits roll. <laughs>